Hello all, welcome to another episode of City Point. We have just witnessed an absolute masterclass by Joe Root, who's scored his second double hundred. No, third yeah, consecutive one hundred and fifty plus. Yeah, his 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 third score of one hundred and fifty plus in a row. Two two double hundreds and one hundred eighty something. Yeah, one hundred eighty something, and he got run out in that game. So yeah. it would it technically could have been three double hundreds <laughs> in a row. So so absolute masterclass. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of buzz around that, and now the talk of the town is whether he can actually go on and beat Tendulkar's Test record, and if he is already back in the Fab Four. So I've got Zahid and Uzair here with me to talk about that a little bit. Um, so what do you guys think? Do you think Root can actually go on and score more runs than Tendulkar can? Has? Yeah. Firstly, like yeah, like I have to say, very impressed by Joe Root. Like I was one of the people who were actually uh, doubting his uh, caliber uh, when people were talking about Fab Four, and I was like, no, he's not right up there with Smith, Kohli, and all. But he's really proved me wrong. Like scoring not just big runs, but massive hundreds, double hundreds, back to back, three games in a row in difficult conditions. Maybe like Chennai pitch was a bit flat on the first day, but still like. Uh, it's new condition. They haven't got much of a match practice in India and coming straight into first test match and scoring those many runs. So, no doubts about that. He's definitely up there with the best in test cricket. Scoring runs both. And actually, like like Gaurav mentioned, I think earlier, that his overseas record is actually better than his home record, which just speaks about uh, the quality of the player. And again, looking at his record, he's quite young. He's only 30. And he's already placed, played 100 test matches. And for me, I think if anyone is going to break Sachin's record, it has to be a player from England. Or India, just because the amount of test cricket they play. I don't think even if you have like a good Pakistani or a Kiwi, they just don't won't play like 170, 180 test matches. The amount you need to get to that kind of score. So I think given his um, track record, his recent form, and also the kind of batsman he is, I think for me, like the way I look at him going forward is he's probably going to play ODI cricket for another three to four years at most, and then he's probably going to specialize as a, as a test batsman. And if he plays for another six to seven years, I think he is he's. If anyone can, it's probably Joe Root. I think he's my favorite among Kohli and Smith to to break that record. Yeah, I think it, it's it's the most uh, targeted or most talked about record. Who will eventually break such mm. a record? I think obviously they one player can't do it in all formats. I think Kohli maybe in one days. You know, we, yeah. we can discuss yeah. that another time. Well, right now if you look at the list, Joe Root and Kohli are even in the test format probably the only ones on track. Mm. Um, you know, well, sorry, I think you guys are missing out Steve Smith. Yes, yes, yeah, but, yeah, but he's, he's he's still far behind. He's, he's, the problem is he's also lost a year, right? So yeah, yeah, I mean he's he's scored more runs than Kohli, and he obviously he's played lesser mass matches. I get mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. you know they're in similar age groups, right? So well, so a couple of years difference, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not too far away. So I mean you'd probably say there are three batsmen in in, in contention, yes. right? You've got Root, Smith, and Kohli. I mean, if you look at pure average, I think at the end of their careers, I think obviously Smith will probably end up with a higher average than all of them. Mm. He'll probably end up with a 58, 59 average. I think Sangakara is the only one who kind of had an average along the same same mm. numbers. Even Sachin was like 53, I think, at the end of his career, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but pure numbers, runs, yeah, I mean, Root, yes. The thing with Root is I think last couple of years, we've had quite a lot of debates. You know, we had a good debate between Williamson and Root as well, where Williamson was quite comfortably on top. Mm. Um, but I think Root has, the last three games, he's come back phenomenally well. And he's kind of gone through his bad patch, in a way, you can you can say that. Because yeah. he, went, he went two years when he scored just 50s, he didn't get a lot of 100s. So, if he's gone through that bad patch and now he's, you know, coming back to his best, yeah. then why not? I mean, it's it's pretty... 
I don't like the fact that we're actually discussing this is is like mm. a big like compliment to it to him. Not that yeah. we are discussing it, but because people okay. thought that he was done and he was just going to be another, you know, he's going to be like Alistair Cook who's going to end his career like at a, at a high forties average, mm. because Cook kind of went downhill um, mm-hmm. towards the end. So I think he he can definitely do it, but it's just the longevity. I mean, two hundred games. Mm. Yeah, that's one. You know, how is I, he going to be at the same level when he's thirty-seven, thirty-eight, which Tendulkar yeah. was? Yeah, my my opinion is that I don't think anyone can actually <laughs> beat that record. I think to have that kind of longevity, it's too much. Mm. I mean, Tendulkar played two hundred Test matches over how many over twenty, twenty-five, twenty-one, yeah. you know, mm. twenty-one years. But the point was when he when Tendulkar started playing, right? There weren't there weren't so many games being played at one time, right? So mm-hmm. he was able to like take it quite slowly. And he started and, really young. February 16, which doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah, of course, that that mm-hmm. that's true as well. But but mm-hmm. nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. By the time you know these players are turning 30, the likes of mm-hmm. Smith, mm-hmm. you know, Kohli and and Williamson, by the time they're 30, they've played over like you know 300, 400 international games, mm-hmm. right? So what I mean is that they're already quite burned out by the time they're 30. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to for them to be Uh, as good as Tendulkar was when Tendulkar was 37, 38, I think that's tough. I mean, in my opinion, Virat Kohli will retire by the time he's 35. I think that's yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think Root will need to obviously retire from old white ball cricket. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe yeah. Yeah, if you you know you guys yeah 12, 13 Test matches and for the next seven, eight years you can get to 100 more. And then yeah, maybe maybe if he plays a few more Test matches in Chennai, he can probably make it quicker. <laughs> some, <laughs> I think some weaker oppositions. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like, I, I think I agree with um, uh, Gaurav's point. That why that burnout, the amount of cricket they are playing, the leagues and everything, yeah. that is genuine concern. But the only way Root can break this record is obviously because he is the kind of batsman he probably won't. He doesn't play that many T20 leagues, so he will probably retire from limited over cricket in the next three to four years, and then he will probably just yeah. focus on his Test cricket. I think. So that's I think. Where. I think Kohli and Root and Williamson probably re- retire from ODIs after the 2023 World Cup. Like, what is what is then left? Yeah. For them to play uh, beyond uh, that. Yeah, because Kohli's game, jo hai, uh, he's more of a wide ball, मतलब के limited over cricketer. So he might still play for another couple of years, depending के हाँ ज़रूरत है इंडिया को नहीं क्योंकि because kind of cricketer India has like हाँ he might be like okay. <laughs> uh, I mean the the other active players in you know in in the list you know guys like Azhar Ali, Pujara, <laughs> you know Ross Taylor, Babar Azam. If he plays Sri Lanka, Bangladesh at home a few more times, and it's a four decades, so he might get. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but there is a point here. There is a point here, right? We always talk about, you know, Root, Smith, Williamson. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, we talked about Angelo Matthews. But, mm-hmm. but my point is that fine. You know, these are the guys that score runs, a lot mm-hmm. of runs. They score them relatively quickly. So, what about the supporting acts? Mm-hmm. You know, like Virat Kohli has a Cheteshwar Pujara. Mm-hmm. and soaking up the balls in every test match yes. taking on the pressure getting the ball old and then virat kohli just comes and you mm. know plays an odi innings in in a, in a mm. test match right what about the number of times that you know pujara has batted 100 100 balls in in an innings got right? hit on his head and shoulder and ribs and everything and exactly so it's it's you know i know we talk about these guys and breaking breaking mm. records Right? What about someone trying to break Rahul Dravid's records of playing the most number of balls in, in a test in a test career? Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe someone like Pujara can break that record. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or if uh, Dom Sibley continues to play, play the way he's playing now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know the first ever episode we did for Silly Point. I was trolled a lot mm-hmm. for saying you know balls per innings matter in test matches. 
but yes. uh, you know almost 9 months on it's 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 getting proved that you know the more number of balls you play in a test match there's you know you provide your team with a better chance to win mm-hmm. so we have to talk about kohli but supporting actors pujara yeah talk about yeah. Uh, you know williamson potentially supporting actors guys like henry nickels or, or tom latham mm-hmm. Latham, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know they play out lots of balls, and that gives yeah. Williams. You talk about Azhar Ali, the supporting act is Azhar Ali, and the main act is Azhar Ali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Azhar Ali is within. You know, Babar Azam. You know, as as his career mm-hmm. progresses, he will need a player like that. Very much enough. Unfortunately, Azhar Ali is is thirty four. Uh, Fawad Alam is thirty five. I don't know how much longer can they play, mm-hmm. but uh, you know he needs he needs someone to back him up. Um, Joe Root in recent times has had someone like Dom Sibley, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if we go back further, someone like Kevin Peterson, right? He had, he had Alistair Cook, mm-hmm. you know, to play out the number of balls. So I think Ian having, Bell. sorry, Ian, Ian Bell, Bell. <laughs> Ian Bell, yeah, Ian. I mean, yeah. Ian Bell was a bit hit and miss, but um, you know, I, I'm talking about yeah. these dominating players. Yes, yes. Talk about talk, players in Test cricket. Yeah, if we talk about Sehwag and Ponting, for example, mm-hmm. you know they just had fantastic batsmen around them. Yeah, so I'm exactly. I'm not going to bring, you know, I'm not going to give them as examples. But mm-hmm. a lot of these guys, you know, they're really lucky to play in an era where they have a batsman like, you know, mm-hmm. like like this who can soak up the balls and and mm-hmm. you know uh, take off the pressure. So when I, mean, they, like, I think with the amount of uh, T20 leagues and. Um, all these like limited over cricket is getting rarer and rarer to have those pure test batsmen who can soak up the pressure, you know, like take the game, uh, like take the pressure off other batsmen. Yeah. So I think that's a rare variety, and like Pujara and probably like Cook and all these are like very very few. We have these like, you know, or maybe as early from Pakistan. So I think we we are, it's, and it's a delight to watch, especially on a day five pitch when you need to defend. Um, so I think it's a great great to watch that sort of player. You look at AB De Villiers, right? AB mm-hmm. De Villiers is test. Test uh, record is phenomenal, but mm-hmm. again, it's down to having someone like Smith and yeah. and um, and Callis. Callis, mm-hmm. exactly. Soak the pressure. They mm-hmm. were able to soak soak the pressure, so he was able mm-hmm. to score lots of runs and quickly. Mm-hmm. True, true. Yeah, but I I think it's also because the, the old Test cricket is now coming back. I think there was a time, I think the last decade or so, where Test cricket was also being very fast, where you saw lots of runs at mm-hmm. three and a half, four runs and over. Yeah. But now you you're seeing the old fashioned where literally where you know in this even in the England or India dispatch the Pakistan South Africa dispatch yeah. where the run rate has been two two and a half. It's only when the teams have scored, gone on to score big like England. It's only when they've got to three hundred for three that mm. they started playing quicker. Yes. Whereas now you see Pakistan were in like ten overs they had like five runs or seven runs even when mm. they played in England. But that's a problem of Pakistan anyway. But even in Australia or India played Australia Australia would have the same thing. They played really yeah. slow. Yeah. So I think I, that. Format is now coming back. Yeah, I do agree. I think there's been a switch. I, if you if you think about the time from the 2015 World Cup till about I don't know the 2019 World Cup. Let's take mm. that as a as a period, right? I think in that period, because mm. of teams like New Zealand and England, because mm. of their whole philosophy of mm. attacking, I yes. think that seeped into the test. So Brendan McCullum and all as well. Yeah. Um, and you know that's why everyone was looking to score runs very quickly. Mm. You know, you had more results, but you know i think this is the this is the more traditional yes. you know test you know and i think way of doing test, it uh, as test matches two halves right you have like the first two days where it's a completely different game and yeah. day three onwards is different so i think it's also about like capitalizing on the early kind of advantage of of the pitch and then kind of you know from day three onwards the teams need to be balanced in terms of yeah. they can play both like 
attack on the first couple of days and then have spinners or attacking bowlers who can take advantage of turning tracks or seeming tracks on day four and day five. So I think that's becoming more exciting to watch like that. It's it's I mean it's it's more fun right to see this mm. battle between ball and bat. Exactly. exactly. I mean in in the past there have been lots of test matches where it's just all bang bang and you mm. know. Uh, the batsmen are scoring big runs and whatever. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the yeah. Chennai test at the moment is going that yeah. way. The yeah. wicket's so flat and you're seeing 600 runs. Once in a while, that's mm. okay. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But but you don't want to see that all the time. And I think... Yes. So I think, like, I think Pakistan match is quite well poised right now. So, Pakistan yeah, is early. Yeah. Yeah. Lost, the ball is turning and now if they lose exactly. uh, yeah. their last yeah. three, four wickets for 30 runs, then South Africa is in the really? game. Yeah, I think that's. I think this just just because it's a Pakistan South Africa series in Pakistan, so people aren't talking about it as much. If this was like a India England series, you know, the, mm. if, if the, te- the test match was the same, but the, but the team was different. If, if this was Australia England or India Australia, mm. this would have been talked about as one of like the best test matches. The previous test match, it was. It's only when South Africa collapsed on the last day when they lost nine wickets for like ninety runs. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, it was very close for for a long time. And even but, this latest test match, right? It's been seesawing, you know. Yeah. So it's been a very yeah. close test match. Good balance between bad ball. No team has gone on and scored like 400 or 500. Exactly. And no one's been bowled out for like... But one know, thing I would like to say, I'm very much against this two-match test series. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, there should be at least three games. Come on. Like, yeah. what, what is a two-match series? Like, you're Nothing. coming from all the way from South Africa. You're quarantining for two weeks and then you play two games. And if, if you lose the first game, there's no way you can win the series. So, yeah. it's pretty pointless. So, I think teams I like... Agree they usually play like two games. Test you know, Zayad and me have discussed this before that mm. for the World Test Championship to mm. work, yes, right, at least the bare mm. minimum that the ICC needs to do is mm. to ensure that every test match is the same length. Every test match series is the same length. Mm. Right? You you say that, okay, you have to play three three match test series huh. and everyone does that. He can, yes. If, if uh, you know, Australia and England want to play two additional, they can mm. play it outside the, the World Test Championship. Mm, yeah, fair, but minimum should be three. And the thing is, yeah. sometimes you have obviously the the broadcasting rights and all of that, and you know c- certain series or certain matches are more valued, so they want to m- maximize that. So okay, four or five is still fine, but minimum of three makes sense. Like less than that is like just. just and you like won't that. have like the way India came back to beat Australia. You won't have. Exactly. Like, you can't have that in a two-day series. Have a story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. In two test matches, you can't have that story, right? Where a player doesn't do as well in the first test, he gets better and better, and then exactly. he gets to the point where he's actually winning games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like can't have seen, that. You've seen them significantly improve between the first and second game, and exactly. Yeah, if if yeah. third test match, they might have come and they completely demolished Pakistan. So you yeah. know. And right to your point about you know this, I guess this being South Africa, Pakistan, and not getting enough. Yeah. You know, I, that's also an issue for me. Like I think. Where you see good test cricket, yeah, or, or you know any cricket, I think there should be that there should be attention thrown to that. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I, I although one thing I will say, you know, the bowling has been top notch. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the bowling has been top notch in this series. Obviously, Pakistan, you know, Fawad Alam scored a hundred, so you know, great knock there. But generally, I think the batting needs to improve. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, and this is to my point that okay, if you have a player. If you have a player like a Pujara in this test series, then mm. someone like a Babar Azam can flourish much better. Mm. I feel that's my opinion. Well, I think Babar Azam just has other issues playing <laughs> left arm spin, but <laughs> and getting out overnight, getting out, overnight. out overnight, yeah, and then getting out the next day. Willing to work on. <laughs> I think Charya Panchal, he gets out within the first couple of hours. Yeah, after I think he just lacks lacks maturity. We always keep bigging him up and saying, okay, now it's a Fab Five, whatever you know, but it's still. 